0: Welcome back to Reset, everybody. It's a trending technology podcast covering home automation, home storage, and everything in between. If you can reset it, we're talking about it here on Reset. I am your host, David McCabe. Again, I said it's episode number 50, and we're going to make some changes here on Reset. I've gone a while with that intro music. I know that you've heard it, and I specifically made it 30 seconds. So you could program in your podcatcher of choice to skip ahead 30 seconds so if you are landing right here now listening to my voice you need to rewind go back to second zero one and listen because you missed the show so here on out reset is going to move to uh, a non-30 second musical intro I, I was gonna do this at year one but I just kept it going so this is technically season two it's a new start it's a new season we're skipping the intro. We're getting down to business quickly. I my pet peeve of podcasts is people that go on and on and on and on past at least the three minute mark. Three minute mark, and I am I'm stark raving mad. We are we're at a minute twenty seconds. Let's get into the show. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about SmartThings new version, version three. We're going to follow back up on cord cutting with Plex. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Amazon and some Wi-Fi. we're going to get out of here because I am in the middle of a shoot. I got a YouTube shoot going on about my pool house that I haven't followed up with you about in a long time. And we're going to finalize that. So let's get going right now. Smart Things version 3. It's dropped. I haven't talked about it yet because I've kind of been biting my tongue waiting on this. But I've got two YouTube videos that I want you to Go see. I'll put these in the show notes. Uh, it's Rose on YouTube has a great introduction of the version 3 hub versus the version 2 hub, and quite frankly, versus the version 1 hub and the differences in between those. And she's also taken a look at the new sensors. There are new Smart Things sensors. So, If you're on the version 2 hub, which I am, or even version 1, and you don't want to make a change, why would you not want to make a change, Dave? Because you have to remove every single sensor from your hub. You know, Zigbee and Z-Wave sensors cannot talk to multiple hubs at once. They register with that single hub, and that's all they talk to. They create that little lovely little mesh network in between themselves, and they only talk to that single hub. Now, you can have multiple hubs in your home, but you would have to add new sensors. So if you have a home all set up, it's all automated, it's perfect, it's it's running and gunning, you may not want to remove them all because you literally lose everything. All of your automations, all of your little custom-made, if this is, then that's as that's gone. Now, a reason why you might want to move from one hub to another is the perfect reason that I moved from version one to version two is when I was on version one, I was more or less testing it, right? It was a mess. I literally created this horrible, messy network. And I really, I almost relished the thought of, you know, yanking all those sensors out, regathering them up and Deploying the new hub. So, version two hub, it was uh, it was a little bit of a step up from version one. It had more localized rules that would run on the hub itself. It had a spot for four AA batteries and would run quite a long time on those batteries. And version three does not have the battery backup. I, they went away from it. I heard that there were some rumblings. About people's batteries leaking and you know making a mess that that thing happens never happened to me. I kind of like the battery backup thing. So if you go to a version three hub, now you're actually going to have to stick it on an external UPS, which I have not done with my smart things. I I use the double A batteries. It work fine for me. You know, don't take my stapler kind of uh, situation. So definitely go out to reset.fm/slash. Five zero, And take a look at that video from It's Rose. And she also turned me on to a new uh, smart home guy. He's called Smart Home Solver, S-O-L-V-E-R. And I will put his link in the show notes as well. He's taken a look at uh, version 3 versus version 2. And he's also comparing the sensors. So he's comparing the multi-sensor and the um, the, what do you call it? The motion sensor, sorry, I'm looking at all these sensors in front of me. He compares those to each other, and they're quite different. Version 3 is looks like it is so much better, and it's about half the cost, guys. 20 bucks for a multi-sense, which is your door, window, temperature, uh, vibration sensor, that is fantastic. That's where it needed to be, and I would only buy sensors on sale. I don't know about you, but 20 bucks, I can buy... I can use, you know, I can buy more. I think, I think they've uh, knocked it out of the park there. But they've also come up with something that I've liked about other platforms. Now they have a button. You can program this button to do one, one click, double click, and a long click. So you can do three different things. So can you imagine, like, turn your lights on with a click, you know, press, or a double click, turn like off like areas of your home so I need one for my children's rooms and I just need to call it turn off children and double tap it and it just goes to all their rooms and turns off all the lights regardless if they're on or off I bought all the I actually bought all of the switches to do this and I have not done it it's a big job lot of uh, two-way, three-way, four-way type areas, hallways, and you know how messy that is. So instead, I just installed LEDs, so it makes me feel a little bit better. But go to reset.fm slash five zero. The show notes will be there, and these two videos you need to watch, especially if you're a SmartThings customer. It's actually actually a cool time. I really like um, what they've done and I need to test out the new app. I was uh, chatting with Rose on YouTube today that I need to test out the new app because it does give you a little IFTTT kind of action, right? If this happens, do this and this and this. Now we just need that perfect scenario. I don't know if it does this or not. I need an if this and this, then that, that, that if this then that yeah if this and this happens then that 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 should happen right i think i, I think i'm saying that right multiple logic multiple uh scenarios there to um to go through so that's kind of cool all right okay i believe it was on episode 48 right that i was talking about cord cutting i kind of interrupted the podcast to stop everything to drop everything to talk about my cord cutting experience and i have moved on so tremendously from that day, it's it's amazing. I've made more headway in the last two weeks than I have ever before in my you know cord cutting experience here. You really should go back and take a look at that one. But what I have done is I've moved moved completely over to Plex. I've got my Plex server running on my Windows Ten box. It's it's my truck, right? It's my daily, everyday box that I use, and I'm trying to kind of wean myself away from it and not use it anymore, um, it, that's going to be a problem someday when I want to do some things, when I want to do some uh, Photoshopping or whatever, I need to move over to a different box. But what I've done on top of that and I, is I've kind of, well, not kind of, I subscribe to HD Home Run Premium, and that is their... A premium streaming channel service that streams Discover channel, HGTV, travel, history, all that kind of good stuff. And it mixes it in with your local signals that you get over the air from your antenna. And it uses that little HD home run box that you probably have in your house. Check first and make sure it's compatible. But mine's the Connect. It has a single coax in. It's the most unobtrusive little box ever you put the coax in you plug it on the network you can get the app on your phone and just watch tv over the over the air antenna tv watch right to it well on plex you add that box and you if you have subscribed to the service it knows that it pings the mothership and boom you've got hgtv streaming to your pcs to your tablets everything you own that can run plex or can run the hdhr app that includes your phone sitting in bed you can just boom watch a tv station now the cool thing one of the things that it checked off for me this is a checkbox is it it kind of says this somewhere if you can re if you have the space to record it you can record it that means I can go out to Discover Channel and click record, and it's recording on my local storage. I don't have some cloud stuff, some subscription out there beyond what I'm normally paying for, right, to record. I don't have to figure out how many hours can I record. Oh, man, I hope I don't go over my hours. No, I've got, I don't know what I threw in there. Probably, if I think I threw in a 4-gig Western Digital NAS red drive. And I'm just recording everything. I'm literally, I think, well, we'll talk about that in a sec. But I am literally going day by day to history, discover, and HGTV and recording everything. So I'm looking at it right now. And I've got Island Hunters, Fixer Upper, American Pickers, Treasure Quest, Expedition Unknown. There's some football mixed in there from local channels. And deadliest catch, I I don't. There's so much more. I just uh, battle bots forged in fire. Oh, uh, I don't know about this. I never watched The Last Alaskans, so uh, sorry, Joel. I know that that's not your, that's not representative of you, Alaskan bush people. Uh, yeah, I know that's not uh, my friends in Alaska there, but so it's it's kind of cool to click and record House Hunters. Walking Dead, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. No, I've got a subscription to get Walking Dead. Yeah, AMC is on there. It streams. So let me give you a couple of thoughts about HD Home Run Premium, $35 a month. There's no channel package. There's no blue, there's no orange, and there's no A, there's no B, there's no list. There's no nothing better than what you subscribe to. It's it's is what it is. It's ESPN and all your favorites. Right? Go out to the website and look at the exact channel lineup. I'm not going to go through them. I told you what I'm I'm looking at. So a couple of things. I haven't had cable TV in ten years, and I told the wife, I said, "Hey, I've got this HGTV and stuff." She goes, "She kind of told me she that makes me feel kind of weird because when we travel." One of the things we like to do is turn the TV on and watch House Hunters and watch the shows that we're not normally accustomed to watching. That's like a treat, right? That's a treat to us. She goes, if I have it all the time, then it's not going to be a treat when we travel. So we're, we're, we're battling that. That may sound weird to you, but that is a thing. We have been cord cutting over 10 years Ten years, if it's not on Netflix or Amazon video, then we haven't we haven't seen it, right? I do subscribe to shows, I buy some shows better call Saul um, uh, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. you know I buy some season tickets, but she doesn't. The rest of the family doesn't do that and prior to we went many years without even subscribing to Netflix. Or watching Amazon video because we just didn't. We went many years with just local channels. And we were fine. We were fine with it. Yeah, we miss some Monday Night Football. You know, we miss some stuff like that. But it was fine to us. And it is a treat. So let's move on. Some of the things I like about it and some of the things I don't, I like. It does have a grid guide. But you have to be on the app. Like on the computer app. On the phone app. If you do it off your Roku, mm no dice. We're kind of a Roku family, so if I could move to something else, I would. I, I don't want to spend money. I got a, I have an Apple TV version two. It's too old. It doesn't work. I've heard the new Apple TVs do work. I, I mean, I'm open to buying a new box. I'm open to that. I don't want to pay two hundred bucks. You know, for a Shield TV, even though that's the best. I would have to have grid guide. The guide sucks. I mean, it just shows you an icon of what's playing at that time. It really sucks. This is in Plex, guys. This is all in Plex. I could be doing something wrong. Please give me some feedback on Twitter McCabe IO or go to the reset forums resetforums.com Let, let's talk about it i could be doing something wrong and by the time you're listening to this grid guide may be out for roku and congratulations that's what we need that's what i'm waiting for that will help immensely for me to sell it to the cfo you know in the house i i need to sell this thing. i would pay for it 35 bucks i would pay for it gladly but look we're 35 bucks how much is netflix 10 Seven to 10 bucks Amazon video. I mean, we're not going to go without Amazon Prime, you know, but you're, gosh, we're up to 50 bucks, 60 bucks, right? The good thing is you can record everything. And that's what I want. I want to run my own box and I want to record it all. And I will. I'm going to, re- I, HD, HR, you, you've done yourself well. You know what I would do, what I would invest in? if we said hey we're going to do this we're going to pay the 35 a month and we're going to do this i would buy another connect i would four shows at a time baby i i'm going to record until the day is done right now one thing i have noticed is i think and i'm not big on i'm not a tv follower i know some of you guys are watching tv watching episodes waiting for new seasons But I'm assuming that right now we are in between seasons. We're still kind of in summertime, waiting for the winter-fall season to start. So my experience of that is I turn on HGTV, and from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., it's all house hunters. Or the next day is all fixer-upper. And the next day, it's all American Pickers. I mean, all day long. We're not talking mix mix and shows, mix of this, mix of that, mix of this. No, it's all freaking day long, American Pickers. Which, okay, don't get me wrong. In my trial here, believe me, I'm recording them all. My 11-year-old will watch American Pickers until his eyeballs pop out of his head. He loves that show. And it's it's a great show. I I love for those kids to watch that and to learn something instead of being on YouTube watching someone dance a Fortnite dance. You know? Stupid stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, if you have kids and boys, you know what I'm talking about. I'm okay. Treasure Quest, Expedition Unknown. Man, we're learning stuff. We're learning about travel. I love that stuff. They've done some things right. You can... If you're recording something, let's say I, the other day I was recording a football game. I've got it just a keyword, Indianapolis Colts. Just anything with Indianapolis Colts or Dallas Cowboys, record it. Done. So I go to my recordings and I see the Colts game playing. And I we click on it, select it. And it asks me, do you want to start at live or do you want to go back and start it from the beginning? And I'm like, ah. Oh. That's so great. That's what I want to see because I was I was worried about these little things, right? Because I'd heard, you know, Plex has had its growing plant growing pains and I thought there's going to be some usability issues in here, right? Okay, fine. That's cool. Selecting things to record. You you click it in the grid or in the app? And it drops down, do you want to record series or just this instance? And then it also asks you something else. I need to look at it here. Let's go to guide. And something it it can be confusing, especially if you say get them all. It can be confusing. Maybe it's just confusing to me. Diesel Brothers, let's record this. It says record this episode or all episodes. And then it asks you where you want to put it. Add to a library. Well, that's kind of cool because in Plex, you can create a library, right, for your recorded video, like family video. You can create a library for recorded TV. So I have a couple of different libraries. I have a library for TV shows. It's just called TV shows. That's where everything I'm recording off of Plex is dropping into. I have some old recorded stuff. And I've created a library for that. Recorded or TV shows old. I have some old movies recorded. It's called Recorded Movies. And I did that because on the guide, it was weird. I clicked a movie. Let's say Harry Potter was playing. And it's, it's an actual movie. It's not a TV show. And it says, where do you want to put this? And it only gave me the option of my family video. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to put it there. So I had to go in and create a new library that was designated for movies. And then it would let me put it in there. So I have recorded movies now in my library. Family video, TV shows, TV shows old. So I've got that. It's pretty cool. I got to tell you, I'm pretty impressed I am very impressed. Now, what I want to know, and you guys are gonna know this, right? I wanna know if I can apply that commercial skipping magic to it. How do I do that? I want to record stuff and I know it's gonna record and sit there for a while. I wanna I wanna apply the magic. How do I do that? I've got a, it's sitting on a core i seven box. I got the horsepower. We need to try this. So, maybe you guys will know resetforums dot com. There is a cord cutter forums post in there. I think it's for reset forty eight. I think it's for that episode where we're discussing things. And you need to go out there and help me, help you. No, help, help me. <laughs> Everybody, help me. I need help on this. I honestly, I've been out of the Plex ball game for a long time, and. This is, I'm really impressed. It's, I, I, I'm i really enjoying this. I could do this. I could do this. Now we just got to convince the CFO that this is doable. Because with the media center, the media center is sitting in the family room, right? The old Microsoft media center. I can't get to those TV shows, but I can start Plex, On my TV, which is in my pool house, outside, it's got built-in Roku, right? It's got a Plex app built. It's playing right now as I'm sitting here recording. It's outside. Everything's staged for me to shoot my last pool house video. I just brought up Plex and boom, registered it. I'm logged in, done. I'm playing HGTV outside on Plex right now. I didn't have to do anything. I don't have to get a extender. I didn't have to buy any equipment. You know, granted, you would have to have a Roku or something, but I bought a TCL TV, cheap TV outside, and it's got Roku built in. Just, uh, I'm blown away. I know I'm kind of behind the times, but you guys have probably been doing this for quite some time, but we're going, and we're going gangbusters here at the uh, Reset HQ on Plex and HD Home Run. Thanks for that. I, Gotta go talk to these guys. Maybe we should talk to them at uh at CES. It's been a while since I talked to Silicon Dust, so this could be cool. All right, let's uh cover a couple more things here. Real quick, I was having some Eero issues here um at the HQ, and the the fix from Eero was to remove all of the Ethernet backhauled Eero's and convert them to wireless eros Okay, some of those Yeah, I can probably do that. But man, what what a pain in the butt. I this is not a fix. I I don't get this. It, we're trying to troubleshoot topology issues and I feel like this has been an issue with these eros or my topology is weird. I drew it out on a map and sent it to him and it doesn't doesn't seem weird to me. There's a switch downstairs. There's a router. That switch goes to other switches throughout the house, outside the house, that drive, you know, devices and PCs. And there are EROS plugged in to those switches from other areas, you know. So Eero plugged into a switch, backhauled via Cat5 to the main switch to the router. Done. So maybe we have some topology issues, maybe we don't. I was thinking, okay, maybe is there a way for me to home run all of my Eros back to the main switch? Probably. I could probably get that done. Except for one, except for the outdoor one. That's going to... No, wait, I can do that. No, no, I have a switch out there. It goes outdoor... Hero to a switch, home run to main switch. So that's not going to happen. So I was looking around, and you know what? I badmouthed a product, probably Reset 47, Reset 46, somewhere around that time frame. Plume. I badmouthed Plume about their subscription model where you have to pay an annual fee, or a lifetime fee to use the Plume Wi-Fi devices. So Plume has come out with a version 2, which is called SuperPods. And you can get a kit with one SuperPod and four regular pods for 99 bucks. 99 bucks, And then... The membership is $60 for the first year. So, I was kind of looking at that. Very interesting. Some of the privacy policy on Plume concerns me, but that that is that could be. I mean that could be. Google Wi-Fi, I'm not going to do it. I I've heard way too much about Google Wi-Fi just not being quite the enterprise product that we, that I kind of needed to be. ubiquity. the UAP AC Pro E is $127. And I would need a crap load of them, I think, to make this happen. And I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm access point in the ceiling ready yet. I know you guys are sitting them you know, on nightstands and, and whatnot, but yeah, they need to be mounted to make them to perform better. They need to be mounted. I know, I'm going to get some feedback on this and we can talk about this on reset, in reset forums. And a lot of you guys are saying that's the end-all, be-all product for me. Just, Dave, get that one and you will be done. You will, You will buy no more. Maybe so. Maybe so. Eero's up and running. It's doing me fine right now. I every once in a while have a Wi-Fi issue. Not a, not a big, really not a huge big deal. Comparing the prices, I was comparing the Wi-Fi. What I could sell the Eero's for compared to what I could buy, like the plume. I was thinking I would need a super, a super pl- a super pod four regular pods, an additional super. And another three regular pods would come out to $315. That would be $375 total with the first year's membership. That would get me through a year. Orby was going to cost uh, quite a bit extra. I do have my Orbis here in the house. And I do I do still use those to consult with. That's the crazy thing. Is I use those for consulting and for like small business, I believe, those are very powerful units. They punch through walls. They do very well in the SMB market. I do love those things. Google Wi-Fi, 3-pack, 250 260 bucks. I just can't do it. I, I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't want that. One thing I think Google is missing out on that Orbi is now starting to do is Orbi has an Orbi Wi-Fi unit with Alexa built in to it. Seriously, it's called the Netgear Orbi Voice. It's gonna be 300 bucks. Wow, 300 bucks! But it's gonna cover 4,500 square feet of area. Now, this is the thing that we've been needing to get to, where you've got these things throughout the house. I've got a lot of Alexas throughout my house. And if they would all listen to my every command and also spit out some beautiful Wi-Fi, maybe some Zigbee or some uh, Z-Wave at the same time, I wouldn't have so much coverage issues that I have right now. I have to buy uh, Zigbee and Z-Wave plugs and they're stationed throughout the house in different spots in order to push z-wave out to like my external lighting i've got the plugs the outdoor ge z-wave plugs and they're outside of the walls but i have to i have to make sure in between that and my hub which is centralized in the middle of the home there's enough z-wave devices to to bounce and hit that and in a couple of spots there are not it's just literally way too far and i had to do that out to the pool house too there's a plug sitting out there a little Zigbee plug, nothing plugged into it. it. Just it's just repeating. It's just being a nice, a nice boy repeating its signal. So having this would be would be awesome. So I'm thinking, mm, why not have this outdoors? Because I have an Alexa mounted outdoors. I have an Eero mounted outdoors. They're all they're all under cover of a of a roof and a cover. But maybe I should. Look at something like that. So, I think this is where Google needs to be. This is a puck that I would skate to, Google. Google Voice, your little helper with the Wi-Fi built into it, that is a win-win. If their second generation of Wi-Fi does not include that, then I will be sorely disappointed in them for missing that. They, that is, this is just where they need to be. I might even look at it as a product. I would definitely look at it for A-L-E-X-A because we are we are kind of an Amazon family. We're kind of doing that thing, right? So that's what I would be doing. It's 300 bucks. It's not out yet. It is not going to come out. When is this thing coming out? It's a couple of months or something. I don't remember. I wrote it down somewhere. But it's not out yet. Stay tuned. Let's talk about it in the forums. If you're a neck ear guy, does 300 bucks Add a little coverage for you? Add a little A-L-E-X-A? When the thermostat folks started building um, the uh, Echo Service into their thermostats, I'm thinking, no, that's crazy. I don't need it where that is on the wall. I don't. But when you start putting it throughout the home, you start building it into your home media system. Like when I'm outside, I can say, hey, A-word, play Top Pop that's what we play I play play the top country songs or play me some you know a mix of Frank Sinatra or something and it booms through my pool speakers or I can do that inside and I can say play it on the home group and the home group is wired into I've got one of the dots downstairs plugged in to a distribution panel into an amplifier that sends it out through my home speakers throughout the home in in uh, rooms that I have designated right it's it's pretty cool stuff. That's that's where I want to be. Google, get on it. That's where we need to be. So bringing this all back together. Let's circle the wagons here and bring it back home. The new Shield TV from Nvidia has smart things built into it. We talked about We talked about Nvidia Shield earlier that I don't want to pay 199 bucks, but it's got smart things. It comes with Smart things Hub. Well, sort of. I think it comes with a USB dongle. But it's built in. It's ready to go. That's that's kind of cool. Everything's going to be kind of built in. Do you remember when you could buy a TV with the, the VCR and the DVD player built into it? And, you know, half of us are thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. That's great for Grandma. It's all built in. You cannot go wrong, Grandma. No longer with the VCR flash 12. Then the other half of us are thinking, yeah, but if that VCR dies, my TV's no good. How am I going to be kind and rewind? Well, okay, you buy that little external rewinder, you know, that thing works really well. It's 20 bucks. That's way too old for a lot of you folks. Um, But yeah, when you start putting it all together, you're thinking, man, one thing goes wrong. You got to replace the whole thing. So I know that's where we're going. Again, we're all heading in that direction. With the big speaker, it's got Wi-Fi, it's got Zigbee Z-Wave, it does everything. And yeah, if it dies, you got to replace everything. Last but not least, I was really gung-ho, gung-ho about the Ring Alarm System, and I have not bought it. I literally have not bought the thing. One of the big reasons is was pointed out to me by good friend Richard Gunther, home on says that you can join other devices to your ring system, other door sensors and motion sensors. But when you do that, you can't go into the monitored product, right? You can't have the cops call you or whatever their little security service is. You can do the self-monitoring. So that kind of turned me off on that. I, would, I think I would like to do that. I still haven't gotten this by the CFO, I want to put this unit out in the pool house, but I haven't sold that yet. I'm still looking for the right way to sell that. And I don't think the time is now. It's not. The time is not now, right? We'll find a time. Hey, I can, I can do that for $200 just one time. And uh, we're already paying $10 for the monitoring. So, hey, let's do that. Let's do that. Really? Okay. Sorry. I've had a couple of sodas today. Um, I think we're done. It's reset 50. You know what? You guys on Patreon, I completely, totally appreciate what you're doing there with Patreon. Helping me pay the bills, helping me pay the server bill, helping me pay the bandwidth bill, all the things that I got to do, the backups of the sites and stuff, and keeping that thing going. Reset forums and the Reset podcast. Thank you so much for being a Patreon. Patreon.com slash... David McCabe. I've got a bag full of goodies that I still have yet to give away. But we are forwarding around some hardware. And you need to get out get in on this. I've got a Fing box that's going around. I got a keyboard that I'm going to get out, a little Bluetooth kind of media center keyboard. What else did I send out? I sent out a little home cloud box and there's just tons of stuff. I've got more hardware. CES is around the corner. Thank you so much for subscribing uh, via Patreon. If you don't want to do Patreon, just go to resetforums.com. There's a little PayPal link, and you can just drop some appreciation right there in the bucket. If you're not using the Brave browser, then by golly, you need to be. The Brave browser, I talked about this very long time ago on a post or a podcast, and I did talk about it in the forums as well. Brave browser is really slick. You can block all kinds of ads and whatnot, trackers, scripts, all kinds of baddies. It will block it, and it's just native to the browser. It is a very slick browser. If you just go to resetforums.com, you can find the Brave browser there. Uh, there's There's a post where I talked about I think it was Four Ways to Get Cryptocurrency for Free Without Mining. And that's where we are doing it. Or just search Brave Browser. I think it's brave.com. But if you search and use Brave Browser on Reset forums, they will, the Brave folks, will send a little cryptocurrency my way. Did you know that? That is such a cool thing that they will block the ads for you but then again they'll pay me in brave tokens BAT tokens I've already got some it's really cool and I do it too I get some brave tokens you can even monetize your browser and put a little money in and then pay the folks in tokens that you are you know browsing to maybe that you appreciate the things that um the things that you like it, it's really kind of cool and these this BAT token it's 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 a it's the real deal as much as real as you know a cryptocurrency can be, but it's pretty cool. So go out to um, Reset Forms, look for that post. Use the Brave browser. If anything, use it as your second browser to check. You know if things are right. Do you need to use this for? Maybe you want to use a safe search browser. Maybe you want to go to some nefarious you know URLs. Use the Brave browser. You can't go wrong with it. I use it every day. I have it as, you know, I have a couple of static sites that I want going all the time. I just put it in my Brave browser. Boom. Done. They got a mobile browser. They got one for Mac. Get got one for Windows 10, too. It's pretty cool stuff. Okay. That's it. Reset 50. It's um, season two. Let me know how you liked it. Reset 50 dot, or reset f dot fm slash five zero for the links resetforums.com. I'm your host, David McCabe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.